Hey, Cricket customers, Max with ads is included with your Cricket $60 unlimited plan at no additional cost. Max is the streaming platform where you can watch Scoob, Meg 2 The Trench, The Nightmare on Elm Street Collection, and so much more. Remember me. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. We've never seen this before. Max, the one to watch for a good scream with Cricket. Phone plan streams and standard definition. Programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See cricketwireless.com for details. Hey, Shalom, what's going on, everybody? Come on in. Let me know where you're watching from and share this video. I will, we're a few minutes late starting because my option to bring up badges uh, is gone. But I see it at the bottom. Can y'all tell me whether or not you can bring up the badges? It took my option away, but maybe it just does it automatically now to add the badges. Can somebody tell me whether or not badges are on there? Come on, everybody. Like the video. Uh, well, let me know where you're watching from and make sure that you share this video. Let me know where you're watching from and make sure that you share this video. Hey, Tampa, Atlanta, good to see you. Uh, let me know where you're watching from. San Jose, good to see you. Shalom, shalom. Uh, and then somebody tell me, hey, Aurora, whether or not you see the badges on your end because it took away my option. That's why we're a few minutes starting late tonight. It's crazy. Okay, so there must be some type of bug. I see no badges, but it tells me that badges is active, but it didn't have my option. All right, nonetheless, what's going on, y'all? Come on in. Somebody says it's on there. It's on there. That's crazy. So, all right, just do this. Wave at me if you got a badge. And then somebody just sold with the badges. That's crazy. Okay, I don't know what Instagram is doing. Who knows? Somebody just sold in the badges, but my option for the badge is gone. Um, but it says, that's crazy. All right. All right. Anyway, come on in, y'all. Listen, uh, welcome to the eighth day. Eighth day, eighth day. Eight is the biblical number of new beginnings. Welcome to the eighth day of the first month of 2022. Uh, you are in a weird year. Uh, and weird, of course, we know it has a great spiritual meaning. On October 20th, 21st, 2021, the Lord spoke to me about what this year would be. I always pray about the year that's coming up so that I know exactly what God's intentions are. The Bible says, teach us to number our days. And number there, don't count your days. Can I get you to type this on the screen? Don't count my days. Don't count my days. You do not want to count your days. One, two, three, four, five. Now, the Bible says, number your days. In other words, assign value to your days. So for every year, right? I see for some people it's got bad, to some people it doesn't. Now somebody, I see, uh, you can see it now. Listen, we good. Let's just keep it moving. It's a new format. Uh, they need to send out email. Like they need to, you know, let us know when they change and stuff. Anyway, here we go. I'm glad y'all are on with me tonight. Um, you don't count your days. You number your days. To number your day means that you assign value to your days. Uh, every single year, you need to name that year. That's important because this year is a year that's going to be weird. All right, and I'm going to explain that in case this is your first time hearing that. Don't freak out because when you hear weird, you think weird. Like I literally was like, God, that's weird. You want me to preach weird? He said, son, look it up. When I looked it up, uh, I was astounded by what it actually meant. Uh, and this is important. Every day you should name that day. Um, can I just encourage you in your daily walk? with the Lord, um, you should name what that day is going to be. Like I name my day's favor. I name my day's breakthrough. I name my day's unexpected uh, 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 resources come my way. You got to name your days, assign value to them. That's what the scripture teaches. And he says, if we assign value to our days, 
It'll help us to live more wisely. And what does wisdom mean? Wisdom biblically means a shortcut. He says, if I start giving value to my days, I will know what I need to ignore and what I need to pursue. I will know what I need to go after and what I need to leave alone. Um, can I tell you this? Strength is useless without focus. And many of you, you are super, super, super strong. Shout out to the 12 of you that have used the badges so far to so. You are super, super, super strong. What you lack, pay attention, is not strength. I'm going to help you. What you lack is focus. It's quiet. What you lack is not strength. What you lack is focus. Hey, Toronto, my Canada family. What you lack, let me just throw this out there from Toronto. Toronto um, the, has always been on my list of a place where I wanted to plant a location um, outside of the United States. It's been on my list. Just, I just figured I'd throw that in there. All right, so I will see you soon, either in the United States or in Toronto. Listen, strength without focus is useless. The number one prayer that most Christians pray is, Lord, give me strength. You Watch me. Some of y'all, you like the incredible Hulk. Like, you big boned in the spirit. Like, you're the incredible Hulk in the spirit. You are crushing in the spirit. The issue is not that you lack strength. The issue is that you lack focus. What am I supposed to do with the strength that I have? What am I supposed to do with the strength that I have? For most of y'all, can I be honest? It is not that you lack strength. You're a warrior. You're a gladiator. You're a fighter. Every person that's watching this live on IG tonight, if you've ever overcome any circumstances that were astronomical, that were big, that seemed un insurmountable, uh, but you beat them, can I get you to just wave on the screen? Can I just get you to wave? Wave. You are a whole beast in the spirit. What do I mean by that? You are absolutely amazing. You are strong. You overcame divorce. You overcame abuse. You overcame a, 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 a bad hand being dealt. You overcame childhood issues. You overcame rejection. You overcame abandonment. Your life is a testimony. It is not that you are not strong. Can I help you? What the enemy wants you to think is that you don't, that you are weak when you are not weak. In fact, you are strong. What you lack is focus. What am I supposed to be doing with this strength that I have? And can I tell you, watch me, uh, your days of being unfocused have come to their conclusion. I don't care what your life was up to this day. In 2022, you are going to be focused on what you are supposed to do. All right. So on Wednesday, we opened up this series um, on New Year's Eve with a message called It's About to Get Weird. If you haven't get, watched that or listened to that, I need you to uh, go pick that up, get it on our app, our website. Uh, all of that's available. Text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746. All right, can I get a few of you to type that so that folks can get that? If you don't have our app, get our app. Guys, don't depend on social media to stay connected to HARVEST and I. Um, the best thing to do is to get our app. That way, no matter what algorithm changes or what changes they have, to the system, we can stay connected. Look at me, We are you are not watching me by accident. Like this isn't just a social media connection, this is spiritual. Can I get you to just type this on the screen? This is bigger than social media. Like this is spiritual. This is so much bigger than social media. I know my assignment, when I enter into somebody's life, my assignment is to change the season of life that they are in. It is to change the trajectory of life that they are in. I'm aware of my assignment. My assignment is to make them and stretch them to the best version of themselves yet. 
All right. So this is bigger than social media. This is spiritual. Here we go. All right. Understanding that um, we opened this series called um, Weird. And we really introduced it on New Year's Eve with the message called It's About to Get Weird. And I told you that I said to the Lord, Lord, this is crazy. Like, why in the world uh, would I, you know, preach weird? That sounds weird. This is that's weird. And he said, look it up. It was interesting that the Lord spoke to me about 2022 in uh, on that day and in the city that I was in. God is strategic. The Bible says Psalm 37, 23, he's into the details, which means things that you think are small or accidental or not a big deal. God is like, I'm into the details. Like you were born where you were born on purpose. Go check the meaning of the name of the city you were born in. That's on purpose. Check the meaning uh, uh, of your last name. That's on purpose. Check the meaning of your name. All of these things are not on accident. They are not coincidental. They are providential. God is into the details of you just like that. Now, in that, um, I was in Birmingham. And interestingly enough, tomorrow, uh, immediately following the 9-15, 11-15, we're going to be um, hosting a um, a pre-recording for um, the virtual uh, the, the the service, the largest service that uh, happens here in Denver for Dr. Martin Luther King. We actually will be uh, producing that and hosting that uh, at Harvest right after. So we got 9-15, 11-15, and then, um, then that right after that, where we'll be hosting that to pre-record. Here's what's interesting, because it's going virtual for, for that organization this year. I was in Birmingham. And I think about how Birmingham uh, played such a pivotal role and movement in um, the civil rights movement here in the United States of America. Dr. King uh, and so many others, literally, when you go downtown Birmingham, they literally have um, the, the streets that they walked on. It's really amazing that all of the, uh, um, the history that's in that city. So God spoke to me that this is going to be a weird year in the city um, where a man like Dr. Martin Luther King and so many others literally did something weird. They did something weird and they said, we know it's been like this for 200 years, but it ends with us. Can I tell you, you are the weird one in your bloodline. And for those of you that do not know what weird means, I'm about to show it to you and it's going to make sense. Um, there are certain things that have been okay until you uh, were born. And God says, I'm done with that. I'm over that. I want to do something new. You are the weird one in your bloodline. And so it's amazing that he spoke to me about weird in a city where a man like Dr. Martin Luther King and so many others did something weird. And then tomorrow, uh, and this was, watch me, we weren't even supposed to do this. Um, it, it was something that um, came, fell at our doorstep uh, literally um, within the last few days. Uh, we weren't even originally supposed to do it, but something weird happened. And now we're hosting it. And when we host it, I will be welcoming um, the entire city of Denver that will be watching that. I'll be welcoming them in to our stage, which is totally set up weird uh, to announce that a man like Dr. Martin Luther King uh, was weird because he, what he did, watch me, weird means to do your assignment. That means you're doing what you were created to do. Number two, weird means supernatural, unnatural. It was unnatural for people like Dr. King and others to say, we are not going to tolerate what's been going on in this nation. We know it's been like this for years, but it ends with us. Can I get you to make this declaration out of your mouth and type it on the screen 
Every negative cycle ends with me. Type that on the screen. Every negative cycle ends with me. It means supernatural. That's the second definition. That's unnatural, unearthly, unreal. It's unreal what's about to happen in you and through you in 2022. For the year to be weird, you need to know that you are weird. And most times when we hear the word weird, most of us think of negative. But the word weird actually doesn't have a negative connotation. Watch me. I don't want to be normal. I don't want to be regular. Jesus did not die so you could have a regular, normal life. He says, I am come that you might have life and life more abundantly. The word life in Hebrew, or Greek, excuse me, language of our New Testament is the word zoe, Z-O-E, which means I have so much life. I'm bringing others back to life. Watch me. That's weird. It is weird that even though you're going through your own uh, uh, challenges, here you are helping people get through theirs. It's weird that even though you have your own uh, vicissitudes of life that you are facing, you are helping other people get through theirs. It's weird after people have done you dirty, you still love. It's weird that after people have done you sideways, that you still believe that your future is going to be better. I need you to type that on the screen. I'm weird like that. Remember, it's not a negative word. It's not a negative word. Number one, doing your assignment. That's what God created you to do. Number two, supernatural. Number three, uncanny. That's the third definition. That means strange, mysterious, mystifying, abnormal, unusual, and unexpected. In other words, what's about to come out of you is unexpected. They weren't expecting you to do what you're about to do in this 2022. Watch me. You're about to do some things you didn't expect you would do. For some of you where you're afraid of crowds, here you are going to be in front of them. For some of you where you are afraid to step out, here you are going to be stepping out. For some of you where you have typically um, played it safe, you're about to jump this year. I know this is a preview, but I feel like going up in the spirit. Watch me. It's going to be uncanny for you. Here's the uh, uh, one, two, three. Here's the fourth definition. Zany. Z-A-N-Y. That means unconventional, unorthodox, surreal, crazy, in left field. I was looking for it over there, but it came from over there. This is crazy. I need you to hear me. Um, you're going to look at what happens in you and in your life in 2022, and you're going to be like, this is crazy. This is crazy that I got this house for $200,000 less than I was supposed to. Let me prophesy. This is crazy. Um, that they took my offer over another. This is crazy um, that you're going to move. This is crazy that who am I talking to? This is crazy. This is crazy, right? Um, the next definition is, and uh, uh, the last definition rather is creepy. And creepy doesn't have a negative connotation either. In, in, in culture, we've made it that way because when you think of creepy, you think of a creep, right? But the definition of creepy means fear or unease. In other words, you're going to ask yourself, is this really happening? Is this really happening? Is that, did you really, did, watch me, I just heard this in the spirit. For some of you, you spent your whole life trying to make money. In 2022, your money is going to make you some money. You better say something to me. You better say something to me. You spent your whole life trying to make money. In 2022, your money going to work for you. Your money's going to make you some money. Y'all better hear me. Come on, prophesy. This is crazy. I'm going to pay my house off in a pandemic. Can I get you to put some weird faith confessions on the screen? Something weird. Don't say nothing safe. Say something weird. Watch me. Put God out there like that. 
Put God out there like that. Put God out there like that. Put him out there like that. Ask him for something big. Stop boring him. The Bible says that you can weary the Lord. You can weary the Lord. Let me give you that scripture. You can weary the Lord. Uh, let me give you that scripture. Isaiah 40 and um, uh, let's see here. No, 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 no. Let me give you another scripture. I'm going to give you. Come on. put My money is going to work for me. Come on. Type on the screen. Say something weird. Put some weird faith out there. That's Malachi 2 and 17. He says, you, you've wearied him. You've wearied him. You've wearied him. You got to hear me. God is like, all you asking for is that. Give me something else. Look, my mom got saved last week. Come on. That's weird. That's weird. That's weird. That's weird. Come on. I need you to put some weird stuff out there. The IRS owes me money. Come on here. You better say that. My family will be safe this year. It's going to be weird that I published my first book this year. I have that anointing and that grace on me. I agree with you in Jesus' name. I'm launching now and building a global brand this year. I'll get favored with builders. I'll be debt-free. Car payment, loan, cancel. It's weird. My entire immediate family will have financial stability. Come on. In 2022, my student loans will be paid in full. I'm going to purchase an amazing home. Come on. I'll be the first young black female in the lighting industry, design industry. Come on. I'll be debt-free in building. Come on. You get, listen, listen, listen. If you want regular, then why have Jesus? Go get you a regular God. Go get you a dead God. Go get you something you can wear around. Can I tell you why there's no um, crosses up um, in, in, on the stage in Harvest? I'm not against the cross or anything like that. Um, um, but can I tell you why? Can I tell you why? Um, because he's not on there anymore. He's not on there anymore. He's not. He's not. Um, now, the cross as well as the sword is built into our V logo. But the reason there's no crosses is because he's not on the cross anymore. I don't need you to see. And then some of you, if you grew up like Roman Catholic and things like that or in a liturgical background, you literally saw him on. You saw the crucifix where he was on the cross. He's not on the cross. He's not. And since he's not on the cross, watch me. We thank God for what he did on the cross. But you got to hear me. You got to hear me. He's weird like that. That's the reason why I don't need you reminded of, 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 of his, watch me, of his three down days. I need you to be reminded that he got up. Y'all better hear me today. All right. So you're going to have to talk like that. You're going to have to talk weird like that. And I taught you that in Wednesday's message. I taught you this, that weird faith says weird things to weird situations. How do you know that, Bishop? Because Matthew 17 and 20 says this. He said, and guys, you can keep talking. Come on, I like that. I want to be a six-figure giver. Come on here. All right, if, watch me. Can I tell you something? If you tell God what you'll give, that will tell him what harvest you should get. Did you hear what I just said? If you're telling what you give, th that'll tell him what harvest you should get. See, when you start saying stuff like six-figure giver, now what you're doing is telling heaven, okay, bet. Let's make sure we get, look, bet. Let, let's make sure we get her the right, um, the right uh, 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 seed because he gives seed to the sower. If you tell God what type of giver you're going to be, that'll tell him what type of harvest you should get because he gives seed to the sower. He don't give money to the prayer. That's Bible. He gives seed to the sower, all right? Matthew 17 and 20. Watch this. 
He said to them, because of your little faith. So I taught you, your faith has to be weird this year. A weird year needs weird faith. And so he says, your little faith, which means your faith has to be bigger. Your faith has to be bigger. Come on, somebody says, I will outdo Bishop and be the number one giver in harvest. Let's go. Outdo me. Outdo me. Come on, let's go. Um, I love it. Because of your little faith, for truly I say to you. So number one, uh, God's like, I need your faith to be on a whole nother level in 2022. I need to be on a whole. I need your faith to be weird. Come on, say it with me. I have weird faith. I have weird faith. Because of your little faith, for truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, like a grain of mustard seed, pay attention. Like means your faith works like a mustard seed does. Okay, so um, so pay attention. How does a mustard seed work? N number one, it's one millimeter in diameter. So it's small. So your steps of faith and walking, having weird faith, it means it's small in scope, but it's big in hope. Like, like applying to, for example, applying to go to school, if that's what it is for you. It may be small. It's just the application, but it's big in hope. Because you've been putting off that application for years. Can I help some of y'all? Some of y'all's procrastination is nothing more than disobedience in slow-mo. Can I, can I go further? Some of your procrastination is nothing but fear in slow motion. Slow motion, baby. Slow motion. It's small in scope. It's big in hope. Maybe for you, it's going to look at the, look at the car, look at the house. Maybe for you, it's sending an apology. Small in scope, big in hope. Small in scope, big in hope. Let's go. Um, the second thing about a mustard seed is it takes three to 10 days to show growth. Pay attention, which means weird faith is okay with not seeing immediate results. Weird faith is okay with not seeing immediate results. Weird faith is okay with not seeing immediate results. All right. Three to 10 days. That means a week to a week and a half. Um, or half a week, excuse me, to a week and a half. So that means I can be okay with not seeing it immediately. There are things that I was confessing years ago that I didn't see it, that I see now. I remember confessing, Lord, I want to owe nobody anything except to love them. Lord, I'm dead free. Lord, I'm dead free. Lord, I'm dead free. Lord, I'm dead free. All right. And there's a certain way I would answer the phone. When people would call, I had this phrase that I would use. Um, and I would say three words and I began, I spoke those words until I saw those words. And then now that I see them, I continue to speak them. Let's go. Next thing about a, a, a mustard seed, all right, is that it has to be placed in cold. That is, here it is, isolation. So weird faith is okay when it feels like it's by itself. How many of you all in the last 12 months, you've had moments where you felt like you were just kind of isolated, like it was just you? It was just you. You were the only one in that situation, the only one thinking that way, the only one dealing with that, the only one. You felt like you were the only one. This is making me look short. That's weird. Hold on. Let me let this down. So I'm not looking so short. Bam. There we go. All right. Come on. There we go. Huh? Listen, that's weird. Okay. Um, wave at me. If you've had moments you feel isolated, just like it's just me. Can I tell you something? That's where God makes your faith weirder. That's where God makes your faith grow. Shout out to the 25 of you that have sung through badges. 
That's where God makes your faith grow. Look at me. Faith doesn't grow in a crowd. It grows in isolation. It grows in isolation. A mustard seed becomes a mustard tree. It is not a, 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 a mustard trees from a mustard seed. Why is that important to understand? Isolation is not punishment. Isolation is preparation. It's okay. But some of you, you've been like, Bishop, I've been single all these years. That means God's been getting you ready. So watch me. So you have weird expectations. Weird expectations. Faith, it, ha it grows in isolation. Now, your faith can be watered in a crowd, but it's got to grow in isolation. Because guess what? You get, you get the word of God, you're, you're watching online, you're on campus, you're getting the word, I'm preaching the word to you, you're excited, you're fist bumping your neighbor, you're chatting with your neighbor, and you're touching your neighbor, you're doing all that. So your faith is watered in a crowd, but watch me, but it grows in isolation, because you got to go home and go do what you just learned. You got to log off uh, one of the digital campuses and go do what you just learned. You got to go do what you just learned. You got me? Let's go. Um, next thing about a mustard seed, remember he says faith like a grain of mustard seed, which means it's like this. Your faith works the same way a mustard seed does, is that it has to be placed in dark. That means uncertain. Uncertainty. The opposite of faith isn't fear, it's certainty. So where does God place you? In uncertainty. Um, I was having a conversation yesterday and somebody said, wow, you have a lot of different decisions you have to make. Like, I said, I know, and here's the thing. Uh, we all make it when I get to them. I said, there's certain things I can't make a decision about that right now. I can't. I just can't. Anybody feel like that? You got areas of your life that are uncertain. Like, I can't make a decision about that. I don't have enough info. I, I don't have the data I need. I don't have the information that I need. I, I, don't, I, I, I can't make that decision yet. Wave at me if I'm talking to you. I can't make that decision yet. I, I can't. There are certain decisions. I was like, well, I can't make that decision yet. And they were like, well, what do we do about this? I said, I can't make that decision yet. They were like, I, I said, I, I don't know about that either. I said, what I can tell you is that it's going to be the best year of my life. Yeah. What I can tell you, it's going to be the best year for Harvest Ever. What I can tell you is that God is going to outdo himself. What I can tell you is going to be a weird year. But there are certain decisions I just can't make because I don't have what I need in, in terms of uh, uh, the the. the uh, the information necessary to make that decision. And for some of y'all, you're like, God, I just feel so confused. No, he wants your faith to be weird. So what does he do? You will be in situations of uncertainty. Can I tell you why? Because now you got to trust him. Now you got to trust him. Because some of you are like, do I renew my lease or not? And you're like, I don't know. I Look, I wanted to know now, but you, look, you ain't going to know until it's time. And you listen, you're not going to have the information you need until it's time to have to make the decision. I just helped somebody right there. So I sell this house or not. You're not going to have the information you need until it's time to make the decision. Who am I talking to? What's me? I just, is this, is, I don't know. Should I do this? You ain't going to have the information you need until it's time to make the decision. Why? Because he puts you in uncertainty. He puts you in uncertainty. God, I want to run. He puts you in uncertainty. I'm going to say it again. I don't know. Should I do this? Should I do this? I don't know if the kids, I don't know. I'm not sure if I want to move because I want the kids to finish school and I don't know. And I, he's up. You about to be in some uncertain situations. You better hear me. That's what he puts you in because this is where mustard seeds grow in the dark. They don't grow in the light. They grow in the dark. That's where they grow. 
That's what, and I need you to be flexible. And I'm preaching tonight on this preview. I need you to be flexible with uncertainty. I need you to be flexible. I need you to be like, I don't know, but I know he's got me. I don't know, but I know I'm a giver. And if I'm a faithful giver, I flourish. I don't know, but I know it's good. I don't know. But you control freaks. Watch me. That's the hard part for you because you want certainty. Can I tell you what I learned how to give up? I learned how to give up certainty. And can I be honest? I am the type of person. I am a planner. I don't like stuff just willy-nilly. Just I don't like that. I do. Anybody else like me? I do not like that. And can I tell you what the Lord has taught me how to do? Be flexible. Oh, Basaya. Type that on the screen. I'm flexible. My God, I'm flexible. I'm flexible. Watch me. Orthodox, regimen, routine. Has to be A, B, C, D, E. One, two, three. What does weird mean? Unorthodox. God says, be flexible. That's what I'm going to need you to do. I'm going to need you to not know until the week before. Oh, my God. I'm going to need you to not know. The Lord has had to teach me how to do that. There's different decisions. But I'm just like, God, I just have to be flexible. That's not me. But I listen, but it's, but it, but, it, but watch me, but it's weird. I'm flexible. Because for some of you all, your desire for orthodoxy, the needing certainty, needing control, needing one, two, three, four, your desire for certainty is what's going to screw your faith up. It's just going to screw your faith up. Because the opposite of faith, the opposite of faith is not fear. The opposite of faith is certainty. Any preacher that tells you the opposite of faith is fear, can I just tell you? That's just not Bible. It's not Bible. Well, God didn't give me a spirit of fear. Yes, he didn't give you a spirit of fear, but it did not say that fear is the opposite of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Okay, hoping, seeing, hmm, but not seen yet. That means I'm uncertain. I'm uncertain. Come on, home cook. I'm talking to you. That I'm uncertain. That's faith. God will put you, oh my God, he will put you in some uncertain relationship. I just heard this. For some of you all, watch me, you have uncertain friendships around you. Who am I talking to? You have uncertain romantic relationships. You have, there's uncertainty. And God says, and that's where you're going to grow. You're going to grow right there in uncertainty. You have to make the decision to be flexible. You have to. Because that's where he puts you in an uncertain situation. He says, now be flexible. Watch me. Be flexible, uh, children of Israel. I'm going to feed you, but I ain't sending a door dash. It's going to fall from heaven. And the Bible says he gave them manna from heaven when they had no bread. That's weird, man. That's weird. That's weird. You got to let the Lord know you're flexible. You got to let him know you're flexible. Peter and them needed money to pay their taxes. He did not send it via direct deposit. He said, Peter, go fishing. And when you go fishing, you're going to catch a fish that's going to have some gold stuck in his mouth. What? That's weird. Some of y'all worried about, oh my God, I'm worried about these bills coming up. Shh. Listen, you better sow and shut up. For anybody worried about anything financial, type this on the screen. Sow and shut up. I mean that with all love, but I mean it as strong as I said it. So, S-O-W and shut up. Anybody on here right now that's concerned about anything financial, type that on the screen now. So and shut up. Peter, put your seed in the ground. Watch me. And you need money to pay your taxes. 
What I'm going to have you to do is you're going to go fishing. Pay attention. You're going to do what you normally do, but you're going to catch something that's not normal. Oh, my God. You're going to catch something that's weird. So and shut up. That's it. But I'm just so concerned. Shut up and put your seed in the ground. I mean that with all love, but I mean it as strong as I said it. So and shut up. Because watch me. That's just, I will provide for you in a weird way. I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what I know. You gotta hear what I'm saying. All right. Here's the third or the last thing, which is faith like a grain of mustard seed. Uh, faith, I tithe what I can afford. Right. So let me just let me stretch you there. The tithe is not based on what you can afford. The tithe is what belongs to God. So the tithe is the first 10% of whatever you, any gross forms of income. What you saw above the tithe is called an offering. And that's where you see increase. Luke 638, Luke 6.38. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. All right. You always want to let the Lord know that he can trust you with finances. You always want to let the Lord know that. All right. But the tithe, watch me. Leviticus 27 makes it clear. The tithe is holy. It belongs to the Lord. So we, we don't. Can I help some of you? You never negotiate. You do not negotiate with your tithe. I'm living. I have always lived what I'm telling you right now. I've always lived what I'm telling. I remember when I was in a financial valley and I was and I lived what I said. Live what I'm telling you right now. You all. You never negotiate with your tithe. I don't care. Listen. So, uh, 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 some people. I, if I tithe, I'm gonna do this. Listen. You do not negotiate with your tithe. Leviticus 27 says it's holy and it belongs to the Lord. Never negotiate with your tithe. Can I stretch you there? I'm telling you, I'm anointed for finance. I'm telling you what I know. Holy, God says that belongs to me. Don't, don't. And can I tell you, if you've never put him first in your tithe because you were concerned about something else, watch him make a way. Can I get some witnesses on here that will put a praise on the screen or a testimony on the screen or drop a 100? Keep it a buck. Drop a 100 on the screen that where you watched God provide for you. You watched him do it, right? That's, that's something I do not negotiate. You don't negotiate. And then what happens is then your goal is not to just be a tither. Your goal is to be a giver above your tithe, above your tithe, above your tithe, above your tithe, all right? Come on, look, not worried. Come on here. Not worried, not worried, not worried, not worried, not worried. Not worried, not worried, not worried, not worried, not worried. All right, here we go. Let's go further. Um, oh, here we go. All right. Um, lastly, it says this giving, look at this giving wiped away 30,000 a debt for me. All right. If you ever need encouragement in your giving, go look at our change lives blog on our app or our website. I'm just telling you, you cannot, you cannot, um, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, it's just amazing. Um, the goal is not just be tired of giving. All right. But I wanted to just address that since it was, since it was brought up. All right. I want to always stretch you. To stretch your faith, okay? Not worry, not worry. So and shut up. Watch him make a way. Can, can I even give you a testimony? Can I give y'all a real, for real, for real testimony? Can I give y'all a for real, for real testimony? If I get 10 hands to say yes, Bishop, or do the hand wave emoji, I'm gonna give you a for real, for real testimony. And I wanna tell you about a time uh, in my life when I was in a financial valley, but I need 10 of y'all to say something. Um, it's 9.39. Come on, we're gonna end early tonight. All right, I got one. I got two. I got three. Four. Can I get six more? <laughs> Five. 
Look at this. Look at that testimony. Six, seven, eight, nine. Here we go. Ten. All right. So I remember if you've never read my book, um, it, it was called Getting Your Finance in Order. The art, um, we, we released it and we call it Making Money Moves, The Art of Getting Your Finances in Order. Um, I wrote that book in the middle. Um, I said, Lord, if you teach me how to get out of this financial valley. So I had been in ministry since I was an adolescent. I had started my first business since I was an adolescent. You fast forward. I'm in this. I was in this financial valley. The industry I was in collapsed. I just opened a new office. I had to shut that office down. And then I had to shut my main office down. I was in the finance business. I had to shut my offices down. I had to move to my home office. I had this big old commercial printer in my home office. Um, I had this big old fax machine. Who remembers faxes? I had some of y'all still fax. I had this big old fax machine in my home office. This thing was huge too. This was like the original fax machine, but it was very effective. I had that. Uh, I had to move all of that into my home office. Um, and I was like, God, like what is going on? What is going on? Um, and, but I was a giver, so I, w I wasn't worried, but I was like, God, what's going on? Make a long story short. Um, I was sowing seed like crazy. I was sowing thousand dollar seeds like it was TikTok. And I want you to remember uh, in that valley, I didn't have any income coming in. I didn't have any income coming in. And so, and then, um, and then that's when the Lord says, now I want you to invest in starting this church. I said, Jesus, the Christ, you want me to start a church? Lord, that's weird. Why didn't you tell me when I was at the apex of my business? Why didn't you tell me to do this when I was at the zenith of my business? You're going to shut the business down and then say, let's do them. That's how he does. He's weird like that. He's weird like that. Can I testify? And I was sowing seed like crazy. I mean, I was bam, bam, bam. bam. And then I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur by nature. So I was looking for every business opportunity. I mean, any business opportunity to look halfway together. I was, um, I was, I was on it. I was like, let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try this. And I remember um, we were doing this event because we had started, we had started the church and it was, it was all my money that we had to start it with. And so, you know, I was living off of my money and starting this church off my money. All right. So um, that's why I can tell you the power of giving. Am I helping anybody? Um, and I remember we had gotten, uh, we had gotten down. Can I give y'all real, can I be real honest or do I need to clean it up? Cause you know, I'm a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real honest. We had gotten down to my last line of credit and I said, Lord, this, this is, this the last one. This the last one. This is my last line of credit. Um, and I'm just out here. Listen, oh my God, it makes me want to shout, run, holler, and cry all at the same time. I said, Lord, this is my last line of credit. Um, and so we're doing, we were doing this event. And we were doing this event. We had hired this event girl out of um, Colorado Springs. We were doing this event. And I was doing it all, to, you know, based on starting a church and all that. So we were spending thousands of dollars to do this event. And do y'all, y'all want to hear something? Let's go. Let me testify. 
we're doing this event and the church was still having, we were, it was brand new. Like it was maybe, you know, it was brand new. It was, it was mid 2006. It's brand new. We're doing this event, hired this event girl out of Colorado Springs. And we get down to the event and I'm just expecting, you know, this massive response. Do you not know? Y'all better hit me. This girl didn't check to find out that that weekend Denver was hosting NASCAR. We were supposed to do the event at the King Center, which is on the Auraria campus downtown. Well, guess what? You couldn't get downtown because downtown was essentially, um, you know, blocked off because of NASCAR being downtown that weekend. So I spent, I spent thousands of dollars for a venue and for an event. Look at me. That couldn't happen. We get downtown, finally, and I'm just expecting, you know, I'm just expecting, you know, like, whoa. And I look and I say, oh, my God. Oh, my God. To add to it, the venue act like they didn't even know we were coming. This is this is too much, right? And I'm like, God. So we get, you know, so, we, you know, some of my team, we're walking away. One of my team members says, well, she tried. I said, I don't want to hear nothing about what that girl tried to do. I said, she ain't tried nothing. <laughs> Some of my OGs remember that. I said, she ain't tried nothing. They was like, just just calm down, man. I said, I'm very calm. I said, and, and, and whoa. I spent, listen, we had spent thousands of dollars promoting this event. But I had to refund. We had to refund all of the ticket money. Uh, for people um, that have been done pre-tickets. And I'm like, God, I just used, you ready for this? Half of, of the one I got left. Y'all don't want to hear this. Y'all don't want to hear this. Y'all don't want to hear this. I said, God, I just, watch me, watch me. He said, son, it's seed. It's seed. I said, seed? Can't we do this another way? Seed. See, and I watched God. I mean, I wrote that book. We're about to move on. Um, I watched God. I was consistent. We started having church. I was consistent. Then God's like, let's go on TV. I said, TV? We're just starting the church. And you want to go on TV? So we, listen, let me tell you something. We contracted the same company um, that... Um, a lot of TV-based ministries uh, use for their online stores and product. My bookstore leader, who uh, uh, had to do all of that, she, uh, we had to build out. All, we spent thousands of dollars getting books printed, getting CD packages ready to go. We had to get eight. Uh, the number, the new text number, eight seven seven fifty five Bishop, eight seven seven five five two four seven four six. We bought that back then so that people watching the TV program could call. We got TV equipment. We brought in the lady that does that did Marilyn Hickey, her TV editing. I said, I want great editing. We brought her in. We had a custom jingle produced. They produced it out of Nashville. Uh, taking over. Doom, 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 doom. The original, the original jingle. Listen. We did all of that. The church was a few weeks old. And I was like, God, okay. 
oh my God. I was like, sir, I will obey you. But okay, then the producer, can I go here? Can I, can I testify a little bit more? Because I'm going to tell some of y'all, watch me, your faith requires, I'm on this last thing your faith requires, it requires some tears. But watch me, it means more. It's not just tears. You ready? Sweat. Your faith requires some tears and your faith requires some sweat. Because remember, Matthew 17, 20, he says, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, yeah, one millimeter in diameter, small in scope, big in hope, three to 10 days to, to grow, only if it's placed in isolation. Then it has to be placed in uncertainty. And then, watch me, it has to be moist. That's your tears and that's your sweat. So we were, watch me, we were having church in a school at that time. And we would set up and break down. The school lied to us, told us that they had air. And I saw the big vents. I said, ooh, it's going to be cool in here. What no dog on air. It was just heat vents. Sometimes it'd be hotter in that school than it was outside. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all. So when I preach this, I have lived this. I know this. I know this. I know this. Can I just get you to type that on the screen and just say, I have weird faith. Come on. I have weird faith. Tears and sweat. Um, literally. And like sweat meaning work. I mean, it was literal sweat, but work. So we're doing this. We brought in a guy that worked the camera. I was halfway in the shot some of the time. In fact, I read it to the guy while I was jogging a few months ago. Um, and uh, I'd see even years. And uh, I was halfway in the shot. Most times I was not in the shot. But them graphics was on point, though. Them promos were on point, though. Oh, my God. I wasn't in the shot some of the time. And uh, we went on TV. We went on a variety of different channels. Did it by faith. Lord gave us favor with one of the guys who was an account rep at a TV network called Ion. He taught me. He said, Bishop, here's how you build your own media agency so you don't pay full prices. He taught me so many things. It was amazing. We came on like three or four channels. I came on TV three times a week with a church that was a few weeks old where we had one camera. What we would do, we had the one camera. And, you know, back then on TV, you need to get audience shots. So then we would sit people in the audience and then go take the audience shots later. I'm just telling you, we put in the work. I have put in the whoa, the work. You better hear what I'm saying. Um, and I, and I, when I wrote that book, I said, God, we got to wrap up, y'all. I said, God, if you teach me how to get out of this valley, I will teach everybody how to do it. And I wrote that first book. He said, son, I'm going to teach you how to do it. I said, Lord, so what's the secret? He said, son, you're going to give your way out. He said, you're going to give your way out. You're going to sow your way out. And that's literally what I did. That's why I believe so much in the power of sowing and giving. I gave my way out of that. But watch me. But I needed some moist soil. I needed tears and I needed some sweat. I had to put in the work. And for some of y'all, watch me. You're like, well, God, this is hard. You're going to have to sweat. God, this is painful. You're going to have to cry. You're going to have to. And that same year, let me just, go, listen, let's go here. Let's, let me tell you about weird faith. And during that, that same year, that same year, we had, I had a whole, who was my number two at the time. It was a whole, she was a whole Jezebel. A whole, years later, the Lord showed me, um, because 
she got involved with a, a man of God and created a tremendous mess for him. And, um, and the Lord says, son, I got her out of there before she could mess up what you were building. So, so when, when we said, hey, you can't, be, you can't be here, you can't be here with that spirit, you can't be here acting like that, you ain't, that ain't gonna work. Do you not know that night she went, because we used to have church on Saturday night, she went, she called, listen, half the church was gone from that one night because they had loyalty to her. And you know what I did? I kept it moving. For some of y'all, you got to keep it moving. I got, she, she made a fake MySpace on me. You know what I did? I kept it moving. That tells you how long ago, MySpace. <laughs> I kept it moving. Oh, and God says, son, oh, no, I got her. And, and the Lord did. He took care of her. Yes, he did. But at the end of the day, um, kept it moving. All of that was going on. To birth, watch me. Can I help you? To birth something I didn't ask to birth. To obey, my, watch me, to obey an assignment I didn't give myself. Oh, I got stories for days. I got stories for days. Why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this to just give you this verse and we got to go. Um, uh, Matthew 17, 20. Because of your little faith. All that stuff built my faith. It built my faith. Um, my faith was built. How does your faith get built? Your faith gets built two ways. I gave these to you in the Wednesday message. It gets built through your regimen and it gets built through resistance. Your regimen, R-E-G-I-M, your regimen, R-E-G-I-M-E-N, excuse me, and resistance. Your regimen and your resistance. Your resistance. You need resistance. So I dealt with all that resistance early on. So that's why like now, uh, listen, I just don't, there's things... I just am not phased by it. Well, I'm like, listen, baby, my faith is on fleek. My faith is weird. And while you think you scared me, I will pray that don't, don't come at me. You got the wrong guy. Y'all got to hear what I'm saying. You got to hear what I'm saying. Um, all of those different obstacles. I remember thinking to the Lord, like, Lord, why is what's so simple sometimes so hard? Building that faith, building that faith, building that faith, building that faith, building that. Can I help some of y'all? Who? How many of y'all? You felt like that? You're like, God, like, what is? Why is so this so hard? Wave at me. Like, why is this such a problem? Because God is like, I need to build your faith, and I need you to have weird faith. I need you to have the type of faith that when you get a bad email, instead of stressing out, you're like, Okay, God, so what are we gonna do? What are we going to do? That's, that's weird. Faith is like, okay, so I can't do that. So Lord, what can I do? That's weird, right? We got to wrap up. I was trying to end early. So let's end early. Let's go. Is this helping anybody? Wave at me if it's helping you. All right. He says, you will say to this mountain. And I told you, weird faith says weird things to weird situations. Weird faith talks to stuff. Weird faith will drive past something and stretch your hands and say, in Jesus' name, that's mine. Weird faith will speak some things that are weird. Weird faith will say, you're debt free. And you're not. I was speaking debt freedom in the midst of debt back then. I was saying that my finances were amazing 
when literally I was like, Lord, I, somebody, I told, I told probably 90% of that testimony because even the parts I share is only a small fraction. But somebody one time, they're like, Bishop, how did you deal with that? I said, to be honest, if it was painful, I didn't know because I didn't have time to, I didn't have time to cry about it. I didn't have time to cry about it. I was focused on my future. And that's what I'm going to teach you tomorrow. Focus. You're strong. But can I be honest? You don't need more strength. What you need is focus now. What you need is focus now. All right. You will say to this mountain, let's finish this first. Move from here to there. So faith, weird faith sees beyond what it sees now. Weird faith is I know what it is today, but this is what I want it to be tomorrow. And it will move. Weird faith gets results and nothing will be impossible for. Can I get you to put your initials on the screen? Father, for every person that puts their initials on the screen, I declare that nothing will be impossible for them. Every person that obeys that instruction, I pray that in 2022, that nothing will be impossible for them in 2022 and nothing will be impossible for them in 2022. Tomorrow's message, guys, is called Weird Focus. Um, and we're going to dive into this thing. It's going to be amazing. A weird year needs weird faith. I, I think I probably need to come back. I need to find a way in this series to come back to deal with faith a little bit more. But um, I want to encourage you. Join me tomorrow morning at 9.15 or 11.15 a.m. Mountain Time. It's 11.15, 1.15 Eastern Time. It's going to be amazing. If you're in Denver, come to the building. If you're not, you can watch on any of our digital campuses. I'd love for you to be a part of that. Last two things I want to do real fast. Um, if this blessed you, so into it. Um, you can use the badges here on Instagram or you can use uh, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of that uh, is available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. You can even use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, number two. It's my pleasure. Can I be honest with you? I want to see you win. I can't wait to read your weird praise report. I want to read praise reports. It's like, wait a minute. Wait, run that back. What did they say? I'm rooting for you this year. You root for me, I'll root for you. Even if you don't root for me, I'm rooting for you. But root for me, all right? Um, lastly, if you're on here tonight, you're not a Christian. Come on, let's get in where we fit in. God loves you. He's not mad. He's not angry. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord. Or be sure on the count of three, do that hand with emoji or say it's me. One, two, three. Respond right now. Don't don't he don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. Respond right now. So far in the first eight days of this year, we've been able to we've seen over 25 people give their lives to the Lord so far this year. We're eight days in. To God be the glory. And to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, do the hand with emoji or say it's me. Or say it's me. I'll wait for you. I'll count you down five. I'll wait four. I'll wait three. I'll wait two. Come on, I can't wait to read your weird praise report. Two, one. Everybody just pray this with me uh, real quick um, because for those on the preview, we want them to be able to respond and somebody may still be in the midst of responding. Pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace. I see you. I got you. Give me the grace to run this race. In Jesus' name, make 2022 the best year of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. I got you. Do me this favor. If you just prayed that prayer, you just responded. That's what I need you to do. Text the word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746. When you do that, we'll shoot you a text right away so you how to make Christianity your lifestyle, not just a hobby. 
Uh, some of you are saved. You need a shepherd. I'm that shepherd. God uses me to speak life into you. Thanks, Erica. Um, God uses me to speak life into you. And if I'm your shepherd, you don't have to be in Denver. You don't have to be in soon to be Atlanta. You can be anywhere. Um, harvesters are literally everywhere. And uh, and if I'm that shepherd, we want you to connect. How can you do that? Do it on our app. Do it on our website. And you can connect that way. Love you all. Pray you have an amazing night. I'll see you in the morning. And uh, listen, we're focused. That's where we're going tomorrow. I'm so excited about the word. Let's go. Shalom. Have a good night. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA, get a quote today. At this time of year, family comes first. I'm Matt Tate, CEO of Mantec. And all year long, we make our Mantec family our number one priority. People who share our commitment to this nation 24-7. Solving our country's toughest security challenges in everything from cybersecurity and artificial intelligence to enterprise IT and high-end engineering. Does this sound like you? Then come join us at Mantec. Check us out at wearemantech.com. From our family to yours, happy holidays.